Well, good morning, everybody. I hope you had a great weekend and really were blessed as you worship the Lord Jesus Christ this past Sunday. If you weren't in church, visit our website and watch either watch the live stream uh, that's that's there from this past uh, Sunday and and worship Jesus that way. Uh, as you're opening your Bible to the Old Testament book of Esther, chapter six, we're continuing our journey through this story. Just want to remind everyone that all of us are choosing one day each week during the month of January to fast and pray. So just a reminder, choose one day this week and spend that day fasting. And as you can throughout the day, praying for people to be saved, for God to make you a bold witness, for God to do a great work in our church family. All right, today we are in Esther chapter 6. And what I wrote in my journal after reading uh, this brief chapter is that sometimes uh, God works in unusual ways, in strange ways, but he's always working. He's always doing something. Uh, let's look together at the first three verses. It says, during that night, the king could not sleep. So he gave an order to bring the book of records, the chronicles, and they were read before the king. It was found written that Mordecai had reported concerning uh, Bethana and Teresh, two of the king's eunuchs who were doorkeepers that they had sought to lay hands on the on King Ahasuerus or by his Persian name Xerxes. And you remember back in uh, chapter two, Mordecai learned of the plot to have the king assassinated and through Queen Esther warned the king and the king was saved. And so he's reading about this. He's remembering it. And, uh, and then uh, the king asked those servants, how did we honor and dignify Mordecai. How, how do we how do we pay him back for for what he did to make this plot known to me and save my life? And they tell him we had not done anything. And so the king comes up, you know, starts thinking, I need to reward Mordecai. Um, it's what's interesting is the, the the very morning of of the night the king could not sleep the, that very next morning was the very morning that Haman Haman was coming to the king asking the king for permission to have Mordecai hanged to death and isn't it just like god the night before Haman's going to ask for this evil deed to be done god doesn't let the king sleep and he reads the records, the official records of what's been going on, and he's reminded of how Mordecai had saved him, and he now decides he needs to reward uh, Mordecai. And Haman comes in, and 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 uh, it, it, the, if you've read the chapter, and I hope you have, always read the chapter before you listen to these devotions. Uh, Haman ends up having to bestow the honor on Mordecai. The king orders. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, God's got a sense of humor sometimes. Uh, Haman wanted to ask the king to, to let him hang Mordecai, but before he can do that, the king says, hey, Haman, I, I need to honor Mordecai, and here's what I want you to do. You go out and be the one that, that gives him the honor that I bestow upon him. What a turn of events. Now, God doesn't always work according to our timeline, because here, this is at the very last minute, isn't it? Uh, and he doesn't always do it in the way we would think, but God is always 
working. And I want you to notice, I, th- I talked about in our devotion Friday how Haman's pride and arrogance and uh, self-interest and all of that blinded him. And you see it again in this chapter in verse 6. So Haman came in and the king said to him, what is to be done for the man whom the king desires to honor? He doesn't tell him who he wants to honor, but he says, hey, Haman, if I wanted to honor somebody, what would I do? And Haman, in the end of verse 6, said to himself, thinking to himself, whom would the king desire to honor more than me? He must be talking about me because there's nobody the king would want to honor more than he would want to honor me. There's that arrogance, okay, that self self interest, et cetera, that is blinding Haman. And so Haman says, well, if, if, if the king wants to honor someone, here's, here's a suggestion. And the king says, I like that. Hey, will you go do that for Mordecai? And Haman is just devastated, but he has, he has to do it. I, I just love the way God wouldn't let the king sleep. And the records that were brought and read to him were the very ones that reminded him of how, of how Mordecai had saved his life and served him. And Haman comes in that morning, and God turns the table and says, hey, it's just a, a beautiful, beautiful story. And one of the takeaways is this. God always sees, he always hears, he always knows when someone is plotting evil when someone is scheming, especially if they're scheming against his people, one of his leaders, servants. He always knows. He always sees. And secondly, uh, God always knows the truth about us, even if we don't. You see, Haman was blinded to reality, but God knew the truth. So the encouragement, I think, from this chapter is to know that God sees and God is always working, even if it's not on our timeline or in the way we would expect, but God sees and he's working. But it's also a takeaway. Don't be like Haman. Don't be blinded by your own, your self-interest. Don't be blinded by that. Work hard at having some humility and submitting to the Lord's plan. The Lord's plan. Because, listen, God's plan, it's not always your plan. Our plans are determined by self-interest way too much. God's plan is determined by something much bigger than that. And if you want to be part of what God's doing, submit yourself to the Lord and to his plan and stop trying to force God to um, execute your plan. You need to listen to him. Because his plan in the long run will accomplish a whole lot more. Not just for you, but for everyone and for his kingdom. And uh, that's the thought for today. I'll see you tomorrow as we look at chapter 7. Remember, choose a day this week, fast, and pray. God bless you.